Namaste and welcome to Vedanta, the River of Wisdom podcast. A podcast that brings to you the ancient flowing tradition of Vedanta which reveals that you are pure being having a human experience. I'm your guide by the side, Swamini B. Let us flow, you and I, on the banks of the River of Wisdom. Avadhuta Gita the lessons learned from 24 teachers. Continuing with the lessons that have been learned, my 20th teacher was a young girl, Kumari. There was a young girl who was left alone in the house while her parents had gone out somewhere. They were to come back only the next day. When the young girl was alone, unexpected guests arrived in her house and she wanted to offer them something to eat. She went to the backyard and tried to pound some grains because there was no rice in the house. She was trying to do this in secret, lest her guests should know it. But the bangles in her hand slid down to her wrist and threatened to expose that she was pounding the grains while she plied her pestle. Promptly, she broke most of them. And with just two bangles on her hand, she continued her work. Even these two made some noise. So she then broke one and the single bangle in her hand did not make any noise and she could do her work noiselessly. The lesson I learned from this young girl was priceless. Living with many people will only cause quarrels and dissatisfaction. Even if there are two people their conversation may lead to unpleasantness later. So like the single bangle on the girl's wrist, it's good to be alone in this world. If one desires to attain oneness with Paramatma, then to have single-minded focus is most essential. My 21st teacher was an archer, Sharakrit. The archer, when taking aim, does not know what is happening around him because he is so focused. And what I observed is that even when a king had passed him by, the archer aiming at the target, that nothing engaged his attention except the thought that this arrow should hit the target. And likewise, a mind which by practice has been mastered to such an extent that it has given up binding desires, those binding desires which accompany one from one lifetime to another because of the karma we have performed, that mastered mind can really be free. Because what I have understood about the mind is that it is never steady, it's very fickle and keeps projecting by moving from one object to another, one thought to another, one thing to another, ever restless. In the dream state, the mind is rarer, no doubt, but it is involved in a world of its own, peopled by its own creations. In the deep sleep state, the mind lies dormant. It is inactive, but only as long as it is in that state. This being the condition of the mind, I don't resist it, but... I can also see that the mind can be free of the gunas and become pure sattva, which is only one step less than becoming one with the Absolute. Here sattva is one of the gunas 
which stand for purity, knowledge, clarity. And so that focus by constant practice will help the mind to be one with the Absolute. That is what I learned from the Archer. My 22nd teacher was a snake, Sarpa. A snake avoids the company of people since it is highly suspicious of their intentions. It is alone and has no dwelling place of its own. It never transgresses any rule and lives alone. And even so, a monk should live alone without contact with other people. He should not have a home of his own because that that is only the beginning of many dependencies and should try to be as away from the world of people as possible by living in caves, hermitages and so on. So a word of caution to be added, given that Avaduta Dattatreya was a monk, it was appropriate that he learnt this lesson. This lesson may not necessarily be appropriate for us who live in families and who have responsibilities. My 23rd teacher, the Avaduta said, is the Dehin, the dweller in the body, Supeshakrit. This dweller in the body, when she begins to think of something intensely to the exclusion of everything else, she changes. How? Just like the worm which the wasp captures and keeps in its shell, becomes out of fear like the wasp itself in course of time. And so when the mind thinks about Bhagavan with intense concentration, with single-minded devotion, then it will in course of time become one with it. The spider, Urna Navihi, taught me the final lesson. I was watching him and he was sitting quietly on a piece of a twig of a tree. Suddenly, when there was a slight breeze, he spat out some thin filament out of himself and swinging in the breeze, it reached another twig. And between the two twigs, it travelled to and fro. And a very short time, a web was built. A few days later, I saw the same spider eating up the threads and undoing the web. And soon there was nothing left of the very beautiful web it had woven. Even so, Paramatma or Bhagavan, who has no desires and is beyond the reach of cause and effect, at the end of the kalpa, which is a duration of the life cycle of the creation, there is nothing. When the equilibrium of the gunas is upset by time, it is called Maya. And Paramatma manifests himself in the form of the Mahat Tattva and the Aham Tattva. So all, the entire world of name and form manifests from Paramatma. And at the end of a particular duration called the Kalpa, he withdraws, he withdraws unto himself the universe, just like the spider. The Avaduta continued, these are the lessons which I learnt from the 24 Gurus I mentioned. And I have been practicing what I have learnt. This body of mine has its own lesson to teach. It has been studied by me. It is the foundation on which one's life exists. And yet when the Atma leaves the body, it becomes fit only to be the food of animals or worms or it becomes a handful of ashes. 
and so i give up all attachment to the body for the sake of pleasing the body a person spends endless time and energy he finds a wife son wealth cows servants house and friends all these are assembled with great difficulty and a person takes very good care of them and what does this body do this wooden case created by karma of the previous births binds him to another body in his next birth and without any consideration for the person who built it decays and dies consider the person who is fond of his body to pacify the tongue he is drawn in one direction and in search of water since the throat is parched the sexual desire pulls him in one way and his stomach bothers him in another way the ears want good music pleasant for them to listen to and the nose wants him to provide sweet scents the eyes want beautiful things to look at and he has to satisfy all these cravings like a man with many wives a person is made to satisfy many desires at the same time when the person was created every person was given the power of discrimination and deep intelligence these should help him to realize what it is that one is seeking in life and align oneself to dharma and in time to see that moksha is the pursuit after so many births far inferior to the human status after passing through the worm state and reptile state and then animal state a person is granted the privilege of having a human form a human mind and a human intellect why so that he can use them properly the body needs to be kept alive very carefully only for this one reason to attain moksha because that is the only reason why we were given this form i have realized it i have learnt that absolute vairagya an objectivity a freedom from dependence my mind is illuminated by the wisdom i have gathered from my wanderings on the earth and from the gurus i told you about there are no feelings of i in my mind and i have not suffered from the other disease called mine i am wandering on the face of the earth without any desire and with, without any attachments and that is the reason why there is tranquility on my face yadu saluted the avaduta with great reverence and the avaduta went away from there bhagwan krishna continued talking to uddhava because he was the one who had narrated this story of the avaduta gita and said that when and encouraged uddhava to live live in the world without an excessive dependence on anything the more you spend your thoughts on the nature of the atma the more you will see that it is you just like there exists fire inside the wood only when the wood is churned or rubbed against each other the fire that is the potential in the wood comes out and in fact destroys the container that is the wood likewise the atma which is pervading the body when seen as separate from the body will help you to see yourself the truth of yourself the love that you have to know the truth the love that you have for me bhagwan that itself will make you inquire into bhagwan and become one with bhagwan and so saying 
Krishna tells Uddhava it's time to part. Uddhava folds his hands, touches his feet and says that the lamp of knowledge has been kindled and given to me by you. Because of this, the bonds I had till now for my people and others have been snapped and I feel free. Please grant me only this, that I should have this clarity till the end of my life. And Bhagavan Krishna says, go ahead to Badrika Ashrama, where I once performed tapas, religious austerities, live in the forest, be by the Ganga, and you too can go about like an avaduta without any dependence on anything. We will meet again. You will reach me soon. And so the and walked towards the ashrama called Badrika. This was part 3 and completes the series on Avaduta Gita. You matter. Your life matters. What you do with your life matters. Thanks for listening. If you found this episode offering if you f- if you found this episode offering insight or inspiration, I do hope you will consider sharing this with your friends, family or even on social media. I would also appreciate it if you could spare a few moments to leave a review on the podcasting platform that you are listening this podcast on. It would just take a few moments and it would mean a lot to the one who finds this podcast eventually. Those who write to me know that I respond to each and every email. And as always, I would love to hear from you. The email ID is swaminij at discoveratma.com, S-W-A-M-I-N-I-J-I at discoveratma.com. Thanks for listening and see you next week.